All right. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome back to the podcast. A lot's happened in New South Wales. Dominic Perrottet is the new Premier of New South Wales as well. I've been listening to uh, Fox News, Sky News, as well as my chosen news media. Uh, a lot of strange things are going on in the United States with vaccine mandates, the Joe Biden uh, presidency also sydney new south wales is a bit of a police state at the moment we've got an election coming up next year as well but there's a lot to a lot to be excited for on the stephen shields radio show for 2022 and on youtube and yourself so how have you been since we uh last spoke yeah um been good been busy um mm-hmm. we've had um we've got similar sort of issues of course with um, being uh, having a lot of people mm. demonstrating anti-vaxxers demonstrating so we've had a lot of police forces uh, we've had a lot of uh, discussions about whether the police need to get um, uh, they're getting vaccinated but whether they need to get counseling for people who are abusing them mm. and you know and um, so this is this is a big problem here We've had it. You you think you've got it bad? We've had a change of government, like Italy. Um, mm. Is it been, a right wing or a left wing government? It, it's it, it's like left, 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 right, 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 left, right, left. right. It's now it's right. So it's so but who's it's stable now? Who's um, in power? Is it? I don't know. Well, we had Kurz was the chancellor um, up until I think it was two months ago. Mm. Then we had um, another another guy come in. And he was there for two months because it wasn't working out. And now he's back in his old job and they've got a new person in. Mm. Um, it's basically, uh, we don't know, it's just basically a very much, um, they have so many parties here, um, unlike Australia where you might have, what, I don't know, 10 or something? Yeah, mostly the Liberal, the Labor, yeah. are the, our two main yeah. parties in Australia. Then you've got the Independents as well. I don't know, like, uh, look, I'm we a right... about 50 parties, put it that way. Wow. You see, and I've... The, but they, some, yeah. of the, um, some of the coalitions that are forming are very right-wing mm. and very much, like, anti, anti-government, anti-vaccine, um, mm. you know, uh, those sort of people that you mm. get in America, too, that are carrying guns. Well, the problem with the United States, uh, there's healthcare workers who are getting the sack because they don't want to get the jab. So they're probably moving to Florida, some of the police force. This is what Joe Biden's brought in. Because I listen to Fox News um, and I like Sky as well. <laughs> and I, I, I don't mind reading the ABC, actually. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I don't know, like, what's next? Well, I think um, we've we've really just got to be vigilant in our circles. Um, I was just looking at, there's a woman named Jane Elliott, and she's Mm. been around for many years, since the 50s, where she did an experiment, brown eyes, blue eyes. And um, she basically asked, to put it in a nutshell, because it's if you look her up, she's fantastic. But her experiments through from children through to corporate um, businesses was the idea was put yourself in someone else's shoes mm. and don't don't assume anything and um, know that a lot of the things that you think you believe and you trust are um, are structured so that you'll trust them. Mm. So you know people saying you know people who aren't um, who aren't white are not as smart as people who are you know that sort of people people, Mm. that kind of thing racism and sexism women are not as as smart as men all Mm. this stuff the systems establish this um and i think what's what's Mm. happening now is that in our circles in our own little circles because they've become smaller and smaller the bubbles with the covid um we've found that we're talking to our circles more about these important issues and we're seeing within our own circles people coming out of this position and not being aligned with your own position or showing their revealing their um, unwillingness to move ahead to progress 
So here's the um, there was a professor at UCLA uh, was told uh, this was last year during Black Lives Matter that he had to give you know uh, I'd say I say the word black students the benefit of the doubt a pass. Now he didn't want to do that, and uh, this is at UCLA. I think it's in Los Angeles or something. He I, I don't know the dean. <sighs> I don't know, stood him down and he's ended up suing the university for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to, to this on Fox and I think, what the fuck's going on? Why yeah, does the well, university want to do that? Um, first of all, you're listening to Fox, so that's to <laughs> say. Um, but it is that there is an element, mm. there are many elements of truth here. Um, when I was lecturing um, I was an assist graduate assistant at Michigan State, which is right near. Um, we had a lot of students come from Detroit, mm. and um, a lot of them were black. And I'd get into my class. I'd have because I was as an assistant. I had um, I mm. gave seminars of like sixty students sometimes, and um, we'd had. I'd go in, and every week I'd go in, going, "Well, okay, two things. First of all, if I piss off one of these students." They're going to complain. Are you for real? Yeah. If I piss them off enough and they've had a bad mm. enough day, they're going to pull a gun. And this mm. is not hyperbole. This was not catastrophizing. This was what actually had happened to people, not to me, thankfully. But um, I had I had um, black students come up to me and say, um, you gave me a bad grade. Um, you should give me a better one because you don't know where I'm coming from and how would you know my opinion? Um, so how can you possibly grade me? And I was I'd like, well, there was a question, didn't answer it. How, how do you deal with this? <clears throat> so mm. what happens a lot of the time is that the people who are dealing with it are these um, professors, lecturers, assistants, graduate assistants. You don't see the dean being fired for mm. not having a strong enough, clear enough, open enough policy, do you? No, you see the little professor, not, not little, but you see, you know, the, the single scapegoat being trotted out um, and everyone going, oh, that's not fair, when actually it's a systemic problem. It's a problem with um, a friend I have who gets peel, pulled up by the police mm. in, in, in Florida because they look Hispanic in front of their own home saying, why are you trying to break in? Yeah, that's just that's just stupid. It's systemic. So yes, yeah, so <clears throat> professor um, having a problem with these grades. It's not the problem of the professor nor the student. It's actually the the larger problem of this this whole system, and that's why in like I keep going back. It's sort of circles, but it's our own little mm. worlds that we have to look at, and we have to help one one to another. Um, because the the system right now has taken on a life of its own. The problem so, I find, yeah. u- university grade should not be uh, based around, around your race, disability, background, etc. I mean, it's an academic level and, uh, you know, well, what are you there to do? You're there to answer the question, <coughs> Elizabeth, <coughs> and uh, pass credit distinction etc etc you know i think well yeah. if, if you're given um, if you're given you, a, yeah if you're given a pass you, or a 50 in my scenario i'll be very happy because i get through the unit now uh acad- it's an academic level of course um now i just found that weird and, and a little off now this this professor is suing the university you know and look good on him for standing he has to, up for his he actually rights. doesn't have a choice yeah, it's not like yeah. he wants to. <clears throat> um, yeah. He has to. Um, if he doesn't, mm. then it's not going to show well on on his resume. Mm. Um, it's not going to show. It, it's it's a it's like a a nasty group effort. Mm. And uh, what is sad is that yeah, he's being put in a situation where he must sue, rather than saying let's can we talk this through because there's no. There's no non-legal way out of this now mm. because uh, the, the society is so litigious. And it's the same in Australia. It's a very litigious society. Mm. Um, but the, and the thing is the, about the, the whole idea of academic standards, 
yes, it's all very nice and that's ideal to say that it's it should be about how, you know, um, how, how, how well you work, how, you know, hard you work, how much you apply yourself, um, how sensible you have done your choosing of your subjects that's uh, suitable to you, um, how good your advisors are. But it also boils back to how much money you have, how, how much family support you have. Um, there are people who are doing poorly at school because they can't afford to go to school. And especially homeschooling. Yes, I was going to mention yeah, that. Exactly. Now, and, um, I, yeah, I said and, to and my having to do second jobs, you know, Elizabeth, I said to my grandma, how can you go to homeschool if you can't afford the internet? How are you supposed to learn? Good what question. do you have? Do you have to get um, an audio recorder or, or what? I don't know. It was on Dr. <laughs> Phil yeah, because um, of homeschooling. What, what the internet companies do. Yeah. I think I have the answer to this. Go for it. Um, what they do is they, because the internet is so pervasive and everything is about making money on the internet, mm. they will make, wherever you live, they will make the internet just affordable so mm. that everyone has, if, okay, well, it's only worth, you know, maybe if you're in a very poor um, town somewhere where you have, you know, lots of people but very poor, um, mm. like, say, in India or somewhere in, in China. Oh, yeah or certain parts of America, and even to some extent certain parts of Australia, I'm sure, certainly Europe, in Eastern Europe. Yeah. They'll make, the companies will bring the price just to the level where you say, well, it's only a cup of coffee in my country every day. Yeah. It's like having a cup, or it's just a can of Coke, or it's, mm. it's, it's not that much every day. And so they bring it to that because they can afford to do that because they know if they access that person, that person's going to be, Pumping in all the, their personal information, pumping in all these clicks and things, clickbait and all this mm. sort of thing, and they're they're going to get more advertising, get more revenue, and keep the ball rolling. Now, when it comes to little places in Australia, I mean, what are the? I don't know what what's going on with the small towns, but a lot of those small towns didn't close anyway, did they? During mm. the pandemic, not a lot, not in the outback, I think. And so, and as far as the homeschooling, um, it's really only. Um, very uh, right-wing Christian, like those mm. really hardcore Christian brethrens and, and those mm. sort of people who are actually doing homeschooling and they've got plenty of funding. Mm. There's no shortage of money when it comes to Christian homeschooling. So yeah. I don't know, it's, it's maybe not such a problem with the internet because um, the, there's always that provision to mm. get that happening. One thing that does happen, though, I know, is that a lot of people will, um, during the pandemic, they've had to share their computers. Mm. And that's a problem because if you've got somebody who's on the computer four hours a day and you've got to share it with somebody, how's that going to work? Mm. It's like you take, what, 9 till 12 and I'll take 12 till 4, but classes can't be arranged like that. So mm -hmm. inevitably people are missing out somewhere along the line. Well, then kids can't go to school. They have to do yeah. it the old-fashioned way of the textbook. Yeah, textbooks, talking, uh, yeah. the phone. Yeah. Um, going outside and doing learning from, you know, forests and that sort of thing, outdoors. Or, or... Uh, in, in Austria, there are um, uh, Waldkinder, Waldkindergarten. So they have yeah. these kindergartens that are based in forests. And all year round, doesn't matter, rain or shine, they are basically outdoors all day <laughs> mm. for the first five years of their life. That's mm -hmm. it's just outdoors the whole time. Mm. And um, people love this idea of kids just living outside because they said they learn so much more from watching an insect crawl up a tree mm. than watching a mouse crawl up a, a computer screen. Mm. So there's there's that there's nature we can always learn from nature, all the time, all the time. Yeah, but anyway, um, getting back to more pleasant issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been a couple of months. We've had we've just coming to the end of our fourth lockdown. Oh, um, fourth again. Yeah. yeah. We've oh had my a month, god. Uh, it started in uh, 
beginning of December, the, the three-week lockdown. Mm. Um, but they're making it so easy here to get um, vaccinations. I've got my booster. Um, John got his booster yesterday. We're all um, free testing, free vaccination. It's all just like so easy. We just walk down the road and get vaccine, vaccinated. It's just so easy mm. um, or tested. And um, so, but we've still had this lockdown. So there have been like about, I don't know, four or five gigs that were cancelled. Mm. And all the Christmas gigs that are coming up, they've all kind of been like, we'll wait and see, you know. So, yeah, I, I just lost heaps of gigs. And they're, they're all the gigs that I wanted to do, all these performances were things I was I was looking forward to. It was like, ah, oh. they weren't just like, oh, I better do it because it's the money and it's a good connection, blah, blah, blah. Um, there were actually ones that I had said, yes, this is exactly what I want to do. This is just perfect, perfect gig for me mm. what a joy you know but no all that but there were a lot of un online things um i think i did tell you i was um in the finalists for a, a um it was called klang uh klangwerk festival or yeah anyway it was a sound festival and mm. um i was one of chosen of uh, five of 50 people to be selected and that was fantastic, and that was all online. Um, and then they per we performed, and then um, I think I'd already told you about the world premiere of our short film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I had. And so that that's happened. Um, and then there were a couple of other online things that have happened. And in fact, that's been quite busy. There's been something going on online um, for quite a while. And, what is it's not surprising in the sense that obviously that's where things have to go. Mm. Um, what I've been surprised at in my own little world is that there've been so much still after what twenty months of being with this COVID stuff. Mm. And mm. The, the, I think we, our first lockdown was in April 20, uh, 2020. So mm -hmm. we're used to lockdown. We're used to online, and yet there's still so much going on. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's really interesting because. I would have thought people like so sick of it, like this, you know, having a, a Zoom meeting. But actually, it's become part of our life, mm -hmm. and it's um, it, even people who have the, like the musicians have been the ones who've said, "Oh, it's terrible! You can't you can't play on Zoom, you can't play on Skype, and we'll find all these other ways." No, nah, that doesn't work, and you know, all these problems, uh, people are overcoming them left, right, and center. And so you see people coming up with very clever and interesting and novel ways of dealing with how to play in a group, in an ensemble, um, how to put together videos together, you know, while they can't even be together because they're stuck in different countries or something. Um, so I think there's there are lots of little things that have happened that have been really, really fun. I mean, this painting behind, um, I did this during one of, because um, I host these free improv sessions every week, mm -hmm. and they're online through Zoom, and people from all over the world play, dance, uh, do poetry, whatever, um, all totally free, and we just start the session and go until the end. Um, there are really no rules except just be respectful. <laughs> mm -hmm. And um, one day I decided to paint instead, so during the session I managed to create this masterpiece no <laughs> um based on the yeah based on the uh what i was listening to mm -hmm. are you and gonna sell it i hope so it's up for mm. sale and um so yeah it was just it was really fun because um normally i play but mm -hmm. um occasionally i'll just do some drawing and that would not have happened that the structure of it because it was improvised music, there was no structure in my head to start it off. Mm. Um, normally, you know, my art is very like I've got a plan, I've got an idea. Don't waste time doodling or you mm -hmm. know wasting uh, wasting product or you know materials or whatever. Just get it done and really focus on what you want to do. So this was really fun. It's like where do I start? I'll oh, just go anywhere. What color? What just any color? And um, so it was it was a really fun way to to um, express this and I had a whole ensemble behind me like I think it was about four or five 
other people playing mm-hmm. while I was doing this, and they were responding mm. to what I was doing. And it was um, it was just it was almost as good an experience as if we had all been live, and I'd been doing a live painting because the feedback was like we're talking microseconds delay, you know, and especially between visual and sound because visual comes in almost instantaneously where there, where sound there's a slight delay mm. when you're playing and uh, yeah it was just a fantastic experience so I think there's some some really positive things that have come out of um, out of all these uh, the, these past 20 months of pandemic now I'm glad um, that you keep, you're staying busy and you're keeping productive as well yeah. and painting you have, to keep, you have to keep it going if you didn't like if you don't do it it's just like in you know, in sort of normal times. If you don't do it, then you just get people just don't even, they just swipe along, you know. Mm. Oh yeah, that's they don't notice. You you've always got to put yourself out there. I think. Um, yeah. On I, the other I, hand, you yeah. know, life is short. You got to do what you want to do. Um, is your goal to do you know marketing all day, or is your goal to actually do art all day, or you know, is your goal to promote yourself as a musician or is your goal to be a musician or to my practice go- music? You know? My goal is to make money and make a living doing what mm-hmm. I do on the podcast and music and go yes. on hiking. <clears throat> I mean, I, go, I try to go hiking once a week. It's nice to have gone back uh, out mm. hiking. Uh, yeah, it's just really awesome, you know. Because Where do you hike? There's a track in uh, South Coast. I went to the Woody Woody track last week. Had a leech on my shoe. I um, I fell over and I had white clothes on. That sucks when you got white socks on and you got mud on your socks and shit like that. Uh, Smart for hiking, yeah. Back of Campbelltown, like Wedderburn Way. I'm going. Probably, I think I'm going on Monday because it's going to be what 26 at least. Yeah, and it's been raining all the time. I put my washing out yesterday, and an hour later, it just starts raining again. You've had floods too. I know, and I'm constantly mowing the lawn. Mm. I was mowing the lawn today, and I was listening to the Beatles and mowing the lawn. That works. Yeah. <laughs> Accident. A uh, funny thing happened. Accidentally, I put acid in into one of our old lawn mowers. I thought it was petrol. It was acid, and I was like, "Oh shit." Can't repair uh, that. I know because it wasn't labeled properly. Uh, Mistakes that's happen. A pisser. <laughs> hmm. And well, I'll tell. I um, yesterday because it's been snowing. Oh, um, you're lucky. I wish it would snow here. Well, it's all very lucky um, until you slip on like black ice when you're riding your bike. Do you play ice so hockey? Careful. No, I. Well, my my bike did yesterday. Hmm. You should <laughs> play ice. You should play ice hockey. Yes, I, I think I think I'd be a bit frightened because mm. of the speed and the blades are so sharp. <laughs> that they, I, if I slice my fingers, that's it. But yesterday I saw somebody go. They were riding in front of me, and shoop, they slipped mm. on the ice. And because um, it was black, you couldn't see. Then yeah, you got to be careful. Frozen. And I was like, oh yeah, no, I'm so careful. That guy was going too fast, and I, you know, I asked, I said when I saw him I stopped and are you okay is everything all right yeah 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 I'm a bit embarrassed because you know I fell and I shouldn't you know so I'm going I know and I'm, I'm going like this yeah I'm and in about three seconds later it was me and of course everyone you know says oh, are you okay you everything's all right and um, then they say oh you got to go slower it's like duh mm. <laughs> but it's it's not safe to drive ride my bike but I knew I knew I'd I knew I'd have to get um, through this little passage, and mm. I thought, uh, I'll just try. No, no, I know now. Don't do it. <laughs> just walk, yeah, it's walk like when you're walking down a woody woody track and it's rocky and it's sort of muddy. Yeah. I just slipped. I had this big stick in front of me. I just fell. Mm. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> but <clears throat> you do have to be careful because any fall can break your bone. I know. So. And it was like, yeah, it's like sort of a hill. It's like, what if I had it just kept going and going down? I would have been, I would have been, yeah, not good. One of your nine lives is gone. Yeah. <laughs> no, so that's what's happening. You've got to get out inside, outside in nature as yeah. well. Um, I went yeah. to Audi today and brought a green screen for $30. Oh, 
Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they had their special. Oh. I was like, I'd rather go to Audi, not Amazon. Hey, that's cool. I didn't know they even, like, <laughs> I didn't mm. even know they had them. So, I'll oh, have to check out. We have Aldi here, but it's in the form of Hoffa mm. um, because the brothers, the way they organized their uh, marketing, the two brothers, it was, um, and they, they basically split up the business Northern Hemisphere, Southern Hemisphere. So, all the Southern Hemisphere shops are called Aldi. And all the northern northern hemisphere are called Hoffer or Lidl, mm. and um, and sometimes an Aldi in Germany, depending on where you are. And um, so yeah, so it's the same same thing. It's the same color logo and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just here. It's a different name. But I'll check out the green screens in mm. in our local Hoffer. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but when- yeah, they're. they're, they're Whenever they have their specials on, you know. Yeah. Yep. They have every, they have like foot spas or, um, I don't know, what else? Gardening Mm. tools and stuff. But the one thing they never have is a rice maker. Mm -hmm. That's what I've looked for a rice maker for ages and it's really hard to find one here. I'm it's hoping hard, it's hard with lockdown and everything. You know? I'm hoping to get some if they got some hiking gear as well instead of going to Kathmandu. Yeah. I mean, that's good. And you know, I don't know. I think you have some good secondhand stores that sell good secondhand hiking gear. Oh God, I, I will go to any secondhand yeah. store to buy things, Elizabeth. Yeah, absolutely. And those um, what do they call them? Those um, army surplus stores. Yeah. They could be really good. Oh, yeah. Good quality. No. Nah. They have to be good quality. <clears throat> so that's what it is. And um, yeah, I'll be taking a break for three weeks over Christmas. That uh, sounds yeah. great. Are you able to go away? Or you can Can't just... go away. I'll just be going hiking and just, just go to the beach and just aim for hiking maybe twice a week in nature. Um, go to the beach as well and just keep that exercising. A thing, uh, there's a thing on Disney Plus. The Beatles have got their Get Back as well. Been watching that. Um, it's quite interesting. What do you think of it? I think it's good. Um, I thought they're all actors. Um, I thought, but they're actually the real Beatles. And I, I said to myself, these were actors. They're doing a good job of being John Lennon, uh, Ringo Starr. But no, they're the real Beatles, just writing their songs. When they played that concert on top of the studio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was in the 60s. And uh, it's a shame John Lennon died too. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, there's a lot there that... And Pete Best was fired. Pete Best was fired from the Beatles. Yeah. Why was he fired? Um, I can't remember. But I do know that um, I haven't seen the movie either. He's not um, in it. No. But um, I've heard that the movie is really good if you're into um, if you're into the Beatles and you've got a lot of information. It's a it's a really nice, mm. it's a really enjoyable experience. Mm. So yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things that the Beatles are so they're ubiquitous. Yeah. And for me, it's like oh yeah yeah Beatles. But then when you actually hear their songs, yeah. Go, yeah, that's that's really cool. That's really really nice. I heard, um, and even when it's done as a cover, I heard a um, Strawberry Fields Forever, mm-hmm. Strawberry Fields, um, as done as a very soft sort of Latin song, mm-hmm. and it was like that's so cool. That works perfectly. Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> Even as song as songwriters, it's just amazing what they could do. The prolific, oh, it's great stuff. Prolific and the quality. Yeah. You should have seen the amount of cigarettes I was smoking constantly. You would smoke in, in buildings back then too. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't know how Paul McCartney's lungs are going now. Yeah. He's, yeah, well, I heard in New Zealand they're going to ban smoking for uh, anyone uh, 17 years. And anyone who is, what is it? Oh, yeah. Anyone who is 17 now, 17 years old or younger, <clears throat> they will, 
it will be illegal for them to smoke for the rest of their lives. That's weird. I'll tell you a funny story. I was in New Zealand when I was traveling. I went to buy some beer and they wouldn't accept my driver's license. They said to me, you got to show your passport. I said, oh, look, I'm, 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 I'm an adult. Why can't I buy my beer? Wow. So I was, I was pissed off. What year was that? Ah, uh, this is 2018 or... Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Oh, no, it, was, it would have been, I think it was late 29. I can't remember. I can't even remember what I did yesterday. Mm. I went on a top deck tour. No, so anyway, that's, that's yeah, that's traveling, I guess. Mm. I don't know. New, well, we're new... expected to carry around our <clears throat> inf- uh, uh, vaccine certificate and our identification. Everywhere we go, even if we just go down to the post office or the shop or whatever, we got to carry it around with us. I'm getting it's kind up. of always that way in Austria anyway, but um, it's, yeah, and the police can stop you, and if you don't have your um, proof of vaccination, they can mm. give you an on-the-spot fine as of February the 1st. <clears throat> so we're going to mandate vaccines. Are they going so, to yeah, inform? pretty strict here. <sighs> Are they going to enforce it? Because we get a lot of laws brought in uh, during the COVID, but the cops don't enforce it like Melbourne did during their full lockdown. Yeah. I, I think this one, they will start to enforce it because they've already told people, um, if you don't do it, this is going to be the fine you'll get. And mm-hmm. they'll just bill people. They'll just send people these fines in the mail. Um, and then the police will come around to your house if you haven't paid them. I mean, police will come around to your house. That's the thing here. <laughs> they'll do that. Um, and mm. sometimes they'll come around for things like, we've got this really silly rule here. <clears throat> it's built into every country, but the way they do it here is a bit silly. When you move to a new place, you have to register your TV or radio. And if you don't have your, plus yourself, of course, um, if you don't have a TV or radio, you just simply cross the box and say, I don't have one, so therefore I don't have to pay. But if you do have one, you have to pay 300 um, euros a year to, for your TV service. And that's not for Netflix or anything. Mm. That's just because you have a TV in your living room. And if you lie and you say, oh, no, I don't have one, um, all they can do is come to your house to prove to asked to see if you have a TV to inspect it and technically they're not allowed to just come in but they can give you issue you a warrant for inspection. over a TV a TV it could be sitting in the cupboard not being used and radio too um, and of course everyone just says you know well not everyone a lot of people say yes because they just are so used to pay the fee I got my TV no problem um, but and also a lot of people are using computers now, so they don't need a TV. Yeah. But a lot of people do have TV, so they're getting money out of this extra little scam, basically. Who is this? Um, the government scamming? Mm-hmm. Is this from so the left or the right? This is from. Well, it's from the probably from the right, I'd imagine. But it's been in for years. It's been since the beginning of TV. And oh, basically, God. the idea is that um, it would provide make sure that the quality of service is very good Mm. see you guys have always had uh much better quality internet than australia for some reason yeah what's it like right now it's pretty good with nbn but it's not super high speed what you guys would have Mm. yeah ours has been really good that has one one advantage of having such a large group of people in a small space because obviously the connections can be shorter you know, they've got more money in, for the infrastructure. They've got a bigger sales of number of people using it. So, yeah, internet's not um, super cheap here, but it's all manageable. But, yeah, it's pretty quick. And the things you can do on a computer, like I know with my old computer before, you'd sit there and you'd wait and wait and wait in Australia and, you know, go, hmm. Uh, oh, that'll probably be another half hour, but it could be two hours, but it could be 20 minutes. Who knows? But here you get something done. You go, and it, you know, it says it's going to be done in six minutes and it will be done in six minutes. It's like, uh. you know, it's so it's, it's really good. 
um, yes, touch touch wood. I haven't um, my computer hasn't crashed since I got it. <clears throat> this Good on you. Music. So yeah, it's been fa- fabulous. The, the, that part of um, do you plan society? to uh, travel Australia in the future? Oh, oh look, I'd love to love to get back. Mm. Um, but they have only just opened up tickets from Europe. Mm. Um, they're from England. And I think the first one, I looked the other day, and I think the first available one would have been, <clears throat> I think, March or April next mm. year. Um, but then there's also the problem of we don't know whether there's going to be another wave or mm. if we have to quarantine. If I have to quarantine there and then quarantine back here, um, then how much time does that give me? You know, So I have to restructure my entire mm. life here to have a visit to Australia, <laughs> which is... Yeah, look, hopefully if things settle down and you come to Sydney, let me know. We'll meet for coffee or a lunch too. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. No, it's yeah, good to meet you in person. A vague, um, a vague possibility uh, for next year, for next June. Mm. But who knows, you mm-hmm. know? Exactly. And, uh, yeah, no, there, and there were a couple of times I know um, I've talked to a number of people who are living outside of Australia but wanting to get back and uh, saying, oh, you know, I'd love to go back, but uh, it's like if I do go back, it's going to be so expensive. Mm. Yeah, because you got to so pay for all those COVID. And... You got to pay for those COVID tests out of your pocket. You know, if you're leaving Australia, mm-hmm. it's like three hundred bucks then, a swab. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, here it's free, and rent is pretty cheap. Um, we have electricity and gas is is going up, but it's nothing like it was when. We were living in Tamworth. It's nothing like in Australia. Mm. Um, it's definitely possible to live here on a very basic wage. Um, as long as you've got some some money coming in, mm. you're okay. But I couldn't say that about Australia. <laughs> mm, exactly. I'm fed up with Sydney. It's very, very hard. Yeah, As uh, Mark Twain said, um, God built the harbour but the devil built Sydney. Mm. It's just such a wicked place. It's it's so expensive. It's so beautiful and everyone wants to be there, but there's so many ugly things about it and um, just travel alone, you know. If you want to travel and then just just to go like into town if you're in living in a suburb, just to get a lunch with somebody or a dinner or something, it's just, yeah, whew. there's $200 to have gone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's an expensive city, but um, it's if you've got work, then you're fine. I think that's the same pretty much everywhere. But yeah, there's there's also possibilities of um, because I have EU citizenship um, mm. or EU passport, I could go to any other country. So if Austria gets too bad, I'll just maybe we'll go somewhere like Spain or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's very cheap there. But um, it's it's not easy, not easy finding a way to get back to Australia after you've been away from it for so long. Um, so mm. I've been away now this time for it'll be almost five years, or it will be five years. How often do you have to re- renew your visa? Well, I don't because I'm an Australian citizen. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, my husband has to renew his at some point if we want to go back. But um, you won't just be able to waltz in. <laughs> They've made it really, really tricky just to go in and out if you're, even if you're married or something. But um, yeah, but it's it's an interesting, an interesting times because um, I don't know if I want to be on a plane with all the violence going on mm-hmm. in the planes nowadays. The uh, people are being. The airline stewards and stewardesses are being, or flight assistants, flight attendants is the word, isn't it? Um, they're all being uh, given special training or wanting special training and counselling for such bad behaviour on the planes. It's 
it's like it's crazy people getting drunk and not wearing their mask and then somebody saying please wear your mask and then they're going Ugh. you know mm. it's like this is uh, this is not a, a happy way to travel <laughs> but um, I've got a, a large um, project that I'm involved in that we're if all goes well we're performing throughout next year from February on and off through to August it's a um, a contemporary take on De Freischitz, the Weber mm -hmm. opera, and um, it's it's wonderful. It's very exciting. It's really pared down. Like I represent basically all the woodwind um, parts all in one, and the piano is the rest, and then there's the singer, and there's electronics. It's very very exciting kind of project um, with its treatment and its approach. Um, but we've been, because part, some of us live in Vienna and some of us live in Graz, which is a couple of hours distance away, um, we've had to travel. And of course, that's just like, it's only two hours by train, but that's two hours of going, am I going to be infected? Mm. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, these things two, three years ago wouldn't have even entered my mind even during flu season. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. of course it's always been there you know the, the whole idea of catching something and you could catch something really nasty like you can catch a really bad flu that can kill you mm. um you know if you run down and, and you get a lot of that virus on you um and you didn't even think about it but now it's like every you hear every cough and like oh no is it gonna be mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah so we just take it step by step but um but I'm hoping to that this performance, the, the ones in February at least, I'm hoping that they'll we'll actually be able to do them in the middle of winter here. Mm. Um, it'll be an absolute um, amazing thing if we can actually get these these done and not have another lockdown. Mm -hmm. So we'll wait and see. <laughs> yeah, wait and see. Yeah, you're coming it. into summer, so. Well, it's been a wet summer, at least. I mean, yeah. it's been quite cool weather, too. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, 2022 will be better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's hope for the year of the tiger. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, you know, I've been, I've got Disney Plus, so I'm watching mm -hmm. Disney Plus. And just yep. trying to keep busy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll keep your hiking up. That's good for your health and good mm -hmm. for your spirit as well. Mm -hmm. So it's good to do the hikes. And <clears throat> it's, um, it's a very strange world we live in right now. I know. <laughs> but we do what we can. Exactly. Yeah. And this you is know. great. You can do these podcasts and make be able to talk to people all over the place. It is good. I'd like to do have a studio one day and and have have people in a studio. But for now, Zoom and Skype is good for the time being. Yeah. I'd like to do the whole Joe Rogan thing. Actually, on Spotify, um, yeah. podcast can be done on as a video now, which is good through my distributor mm -hmm. Anchor. Yep, get someone to sponsor you. Yeah, actually, with sponsors, people can uh, pay a $1 a month if they don't want advertising for Anchor, so mm -hmm. people are welcome to do that. Because I'm looking to monetize the show, you know, to up, up, yeah. upgrade yeah. equipment. So that's what I'm looking at doing for <coughs> next year. Keep working on it. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I've got a lot to look forward to. YouTube as well. More stuff coming out on YouTube. And, uh, yeah, just keep going, you know. Yep. Sounds good. Well, we have to, um, we should do a, um, a project together someday. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Something audio-visual, text, mm -hmm. online, internet, special. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You thought about live streaming on StreamYard, because uh, that's what I, I, you know, got what you sent me. I know what StreamYard yeah, is. Yeah, I've thought about live streaming in general. 
Um, Where would you live stream to? Twitch? I, I, I've done some shows on Twitch, yeah. but no no one shows up and it's a pain. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I've done a few live stream things on just on Facebook, which is my, where people most likely will see me because I have gotcha. the most sort of social connections there, whatever quality they are. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if, I've seen a lot of live streaming, and um, unless there's a really particular focus on what the purpose is for that streaming, um, I don't want to just be part of one of those, hi guys, I'm here, and um, we're going to talk today about, I just, I can't, I hear that and I go, oh, I cringe, mm. I can't do that. Um, I, think, I think live stream interviews are really interesting because you get a vibe like this mm -hmm. um and well, I this think, is pre-recorded which is good exactly exactly um i think <clears throat> with <clears throat> with my um zoom um with their free improv um that is actually if anybody wants to join in they can watch it but again yes it's they all they have to do is get the code and i send them the code and then they can watch it to their heart's content um be interactive they can you can, they can watch. There have been times when people have uh, started watching and they got so excited they pulled out their instrument and started playing, which is like, that's a beautiful thing. Other times people have sort of started playing going, oh, actually, maybe I'll just sit and listen for this one. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so you, some people, you know, just viewing it. Interested in audio apps by any, any chance? Because I do podcast on Wisdom Audio app. Um, are you, you got an iPhone, do you? Yeah, I do. I'll I'll, I'll send it. Wisdom. Yeah, I'll send. Do you want me to send it to you through WhatsApp after? <clears throat> That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, because I I'm normally going live on Wisdom probably eight a.m. Sydney time in the morning. That's probably evening for you. Uh, if people <coughs> wanted to do chat, swing by and do it audio as well. Yeah. That's what's good about audio apps. So that's what I've been up to. I, I podcast on Wisdom. I just mm -hmm. talk solo, vent about our political cool. system as well and talk about hiking. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's I a know. good combo. Yeah. Politics and hiking. Mm. <laughs> oh, there is politics in the bloody national park. You, you can't do oh, this. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. I saw the, one of those. Um, it was... Fast forward. Do you remember that show? You probably weren't around no. for that show, but it, um, it was an Australian show. I think it was called Fast Forward. It was in. I never saw it because um, mm -hmm. I wasn't in the country at the time. But it was 1980s, I think. And they were doing a spoof on Skippy. Mm -hmm. And it just reminded me because one of the little comments, you know, you know how Skippy's always this superhero. And, yeah. But they showed him up and the, the funny part was you'd have to be Australian to really appreciate it, that they didn't have to do much to make it spoofy because it was already a really funny, funky, low-grade, low-rent show anyway. But at mm. one point they say, oh, oh, Skippy, what is it? Oh, in the forest. Oh, well, we'll have to get a permit for that. You know, it's like, I know. And you know exactly what it means. It it, it doesn't you, like you wouldn't know that if you're an, you're an Austrian, you would have totally missed that um, that idea of oh well, we can't go in the forest until we get a permit for that. You know, yeah. and it's just it's that's so Australian the, the politics and the and the woods, and then there's also just the whole um, sacred sites, indigenous culture. Um, there are a lot of um, a lot of competing and conflicting issues with um, with uh, corporates, you know, mining and all that sort of thing and then Indigenous people and then preservation and heritage and uh, fitness, and, you know, health and animals, animal welfare. There's just so much going on. But it's partly, I think, because Australian wildlife is so endangered. I mean, it's just so little of it compared to you know other places it's just the the forests the bushland the, the coastal areas um wherever it's habit ha, wherever there's a habitat for animals that's where it's better for humans to live so they've 
it, you know, they just keep shrinking these places. And like, you know, we had a friend outside of um, uh, Tamworth, maybe about 20 minutes, a satellite city called Kalala. And uh, they had a three meter brown python in their backyard. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's, what's a three meter python doing around people? It's like, they don't like people, but they're coming in because they don't have a space. Yeah. Um, you know, and they've got bush turkeys in Kirribilli. It's like, what is a bush turkey doing in the middle of the city? Well, that's their land is just being I know. Um, completely decimated. I saw a brown. Else to go. Yeah, I saw a brown snake downstairs in the laundry. It was sort of a hot day. I think it was getting mm. some cool air. Yeah, yeah. I told- and, um, my mum was saying when she was young, they used to because they again it was slightly different reason, but they lived. Um, they used to go on holidays, and in those days, when you go on holidays, you're way out somewhere. You know, McMaster's Beach was like a. Another land, you know, it's a wow. virtually a little log cabin kind of all very, um, very rustic. And mm. she said they check every night for snakes in their bed, like mm. just open, like you st- like we check for spiders in our shoe. They would check for snakes in their bed, mm. and it was just normal to have one. And they just, you know, they'd slide away, and it's like, oh my gosh. But, I mean, it's not, not so much the, the fear of them attacking humans and that's dangerous. It's the fact that they're losing their land. So they're they're coming into places. They should be able to find a war, a cool hollow of a tree um, to while to get cool. And they can't, so they're finding basements. And, mm. you know, they should be able to find a warm, sunny rock. But they can't, so they're finding washing machines and beds. Mm. And um, they don't see... They don't necessarily notice the difference, except they need to be warm, cold. Um, they need to just have food and sex. I mean, that's you know basic stuff that animals want, mm. and uh, they don't they don't have a problem with us. Um, but it's pretty scary to think that these animals have become, you know, so close to humans that because they, not because they're more tame, but because they've got nowhere else to go. Um, and that, that's saying a lot about the, the land and the way it's being used in mm. Australia and the rest of the world too, I suppose, you know, a lot. But Australia is very precious. It just does, it's just got too many people for the amount of land. Too overpopulated. Yeah. And places in the Middle East are very similar. They've got, if they didn't have oil um, to, you know, to fund their lifestyles they'd be mm. just desert again within you know two minutes would be desert all over again yeah so yeah so i think that's that's a another issue to tackle mm-hmm. no but this is a great show final one for 2021 and thanks oh, for coming cool. on okay oh, it's um, been a pleasure wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year and look forward to doing this yes. again next year as well anything you want to say before we finish yeah, no, make sure that you're, um, you stay resilient until the new year and then just keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, yeah, 2022 has got to be a little bit at least different, if not better. <laughs> I hope so as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is awesome uh, being on oh, today. No, thank you. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see you in the... You're the tiger. Mm-hmm.